When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Peter, um, very good morning to you. Morning. Uh, sorry to uh, to keep you waiting there. I mean, we know as well that there's been um, figures that have been released today showing that the, the amount of knife crime now in this country is, is sort of epidemic proportions practically, and and people are taking a very long time to be put in prison uh, before um, you know committing series of crimes. Well, there is an endless effort on the part of the authorities to avoid sending people to prison if they possibly can. I say this again and again, if you want to run a search of headlines in local newspapers mm. containing the word spared jail, uh, hundreds and hundreds will come back because people who would normally be sent to prison are now not being sent because, mm. because magistrates and judges are being told under all circumstances not to do it if they can possibly avoid it because the prisons will otherwise burst. Yeah. So that's one reason for that. The other thing you have to remember is this, a knife by itself is an inert piece of, of uh, wood, usually in metal. Uh, and there was a time when when all small children carried sheath knives and scout knives, and nobody was in the slightest bit bothered. Right. Uh, a a bad pen knives were very well, much yeah, a, well, thing a, ba- a, a bad person can kill you with the top of with the top of a biro. Yeah. Uh, a, a, a good person can't kill you with a machine gun. It's mm. not really about the knives; it's about the complete change in the nature of the population and the yeah. willingness of people to resort to serious violence is much greater than it was. Have to answer. What lies behind that? Mm. My view is almost invariably that one of the key drivers of the change is the increasing use of mind-altering drugs, which make mm. people, in my view, more capable of committing Indeed. violent crimes. Well, there's a video which we won't show now, but we're going to show later in, in, in the programme about um, just that. Uh, um, some, somebody in a, in a shop, supermarket in Bristol um, trying to shoplift something. Um, the security guard tries to stop him from shoplifting the thing. Uh, and he pulls a knife out and starts trying to stab the security guard. Which would never have happened even 10 years ago, no. I don't think. There's a much, much higher level of it. And you, you also, again, I, I ceaselessly point this out. My friend Ross Granger runs this website, Attacker Smoked Cannabis, in which yeah. he collates all the huge numbers of cases in this country in which the in which violent crime is linked with people who have been users of that drug, supposedly uh, supposedly a peaceful drug and marketed uh, right. for years and years as such, but I think rapidly losing that reputation. Uh, we should bear that in mind in judging any of these mm. figures, but also we have to remember with all with all crime and punishments in this country, that the, the prison system has, has basically been instructed to try and keep people out of it, and when they arrive there, to get them out of it as quickly as possible. Yeah, when well, you're just seeing a little bit of the uh, uh, footage uh, there of, uh, of, the, of the said offender, because in the olden days, I suppose you would say, um, 
um, a, a shoplifter would not sort of increase the crime level, if you like. If they got caught, they'd probably try and wriggle away and run off. But what they wouldn't do is compound the uh, the felony, if you like, by then committing a further, much more serious crime. It's a big jump in most people's Isn't minds it? to make. Between and here he is smashing in yeah, the, the, the front door. And most of us are capable in extreme circumstances of violence, of attack and stuff like that. But, but of, of using a, a, a knife, for instance, or, or anything else of, of a lethal nature, it's a huge jump in, 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 in terms of behaviour. It's not, it's not something that comes naturally to, to human beings. So why is it more common now than it was? I think the question has to be posed and somebody ought to make some effort to answer it. At the moment, there's absolutely no interest on the part of the police or the authorities in, in, in examining particularly the drug use of violent criminals. No. They just don't do it. They're not, they're not inquiring into it. No, exactly. And we uh, talk about these crimes, of course, because there has been an incident in a Tewkesbury school. Uh, a school is in lockdown. Uh, it's reported there has been a stabbing uh, of some description. We're not quite sure precisely yet quite what it is, but we will keep you updated. There are various different stories coming out so we can really, uh, you know, absolutely be sure what it is. Uh, we won't be saying local residents have reported sightings of helicopters, ambulances, police officers at the scene, uh, reports that a student has gone on some kind of rampage, but we'll confirm that when we can, of course. Um, let's talk about, I suppose, the other big news today, Joe Biden's arrival at Downing Street shortly um, before you arrived here. Uh, with much less fanfare, I must say, and a much smaller motorcade. Um, hilariously, what, he's what do you off, call a bicycle cave? <laughs> uh, hilariously, he's going off to meet King Charles to talk about uh, private investment in environment uh, and in the environmental kind of you know, you know, collapse. Well, while, it sounds while, like a lot of fun. While it? arriving in a thirty-two car motorcade, I know it really is ridiculous. I know, isn't it? but they never they never quite get it, do they? No, and so I all, this, was, all those Hollywood people who no. fly, fly around the world and then tell us all, oh, yeah. to stop flying. Well, I thought it was very brave of. of the, uh, the the aides to the president to stop the, the, the beast, as it's called, sort of about 25, 30 yards away from the front door of Downing Street to prove that he could walk up the street on his own. Well, uh, this is the struggle. He did have a little misstep, I would call it. Well, this is the struggle that they have. Right. I, I, I've, I'm the last person to disparage old age being old myself, but they are. Not as old as him. Uh, no, not yet. Uh, but if I'm lucky, I'll make it. But I, I just, you do have to wonder if someone of that age can really stand, sorry, run for president again. Yeah. And it, it must worry them all the time. But Well, it must do. I, I, I say this a lot, and I'm, I apologise for those of you who keep hearing me say it, but I'm amazed that his family don't say, or Jill, his wife, who seems a very uh, amiable and, and, and sort yeah. of capable woman, doesn't say... Joe, do you really not think it's a good idea if you just stand down and retire? Well, again, perhaps perhaps those who are close to him know that he's he's still all there, and the occasional stumble or trip doesn't tell us. I don't know. Mm. I mean, the problem that I think a lot of people have with with Joe Biden is that I think it is, it, it, a lot of his personal characteristics, especially when he was when he was still in the Senate, were quite attractive. Mm. It's his politics that worry me. Well, indeed, and and one of the things that people say about him is that he isn't. The friend to the to the UK that other present, previous presidents. Well, I don't. Have been. I, th- I don't think any US president is a friend to, to the United Kingdom. I, keep, I draw attention to Woodrow Wilson coming over here after the First World War and saying, "Look, we're not your mm. we're not your friends or your brothers. We're not even your cousins. Yes. Don't get excited by the fact we speak the same language. We're different countries with different priorities. Mm. Get over it. Yeah. And, and we, we will not. And you do said this. you said this uh, to me last week that when you're in America, you don't hear anybody talking about Britain or no, the special not, relationship. They're not do you? interested. They don't. They 
don't, they barely know we're there. We right. don't, we, we, we don't count. And it, this ridiculous idea that somehow they spent all their time thinking about us and, 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 how, and how to be nice to us is so fanciful. If we would only get over it, we mm. could be a much more grown-up country, which we badly need yes. to do. And what do you make of this cluster bomb conversation? Because, of course, uh, I said earlier to our political um, editor down at Downing Street, you know, Rishi Sunak can't be too demonstratively against it. He can pretend he's against it, but he's not really. Well, OK. I'm, here, here's the, my, 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 my favourite member of the military says to me, uh, having been involved in, 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 in wars, that all war is crime and that it, it's a little bit ridiculous to get pernickety among, among different weapons. You yes. wouldn't want even a, a bullet fired from a normal gun can tear a human body. Yeah pieces in the right. most incredibly horrible way. I, I see the cluster bombs have particular implications if the bombnets are left lying around in uh, after the war is over for, for children, and they, they are an especially horrible weapon. The problem here is for people that, because the Russians have been using them from the, from the start, because they're, they're completely ruthless in warfare and, and always have been, and I suspect always will be, uh, but we've tried to claim that we're the good guys yeah. in this, and if you're the good guys, it is rather difficult if you suddenly start saying, actually, we're going to be using this stuff. Mm. There's the difficulty. It's not, not one for me, because I'm against the whole war from, from, from the start and don't think it should even be taking place, but it's very difficult if you claim you're the good guys, uh, to suddenly say, well, we are the good guys, but we're going to be using the same weapons as the bad guys now. Yes. We're just watching, by the way, as you speak, um, some aides leaving Downing Street. I think uh, Joe Biden is going to be leaving shortly thereafter, so we'll just keep that up there for well, you. Well, it's going to be pretty um, quick, isn't it? Um, well, I mean... But at least he managed to remember to put the Union Jack on his, on his car for this trip, which he <laughs> forgot to do in Belfast. Yes. Well, you say forgot. Well, I do so say forgot, yes. I, 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 su- I suspect you don't really mean that. I, <laughs> what a thing to suggest. Well, it's interesting how immediately he, he crossed the border to, to, the, to the Republic, that he, he, his car was, was immediately decked with a lovely Irish trickler. Irish trickler, of course. But he couldn't, they simply couldn't, just couldn't Probably find, couldn't a, find a, one. a flag. I mean, I can tell him where to get one of those in Belfast. Because, I, yeah, uh, it's, it's, plenty it's, of it's quite hard, of course, in some, in some parts of town, <laughs> but easier in others. Yeah, absolutely right. But of course, there's a NATO, you wrote about NATO this week as yes. well. Um, interestingly, talking about it only existing if you believe in it, which I thought was a, a fantastic interesting point to make. Overrated alliance. I mean, mm. it, NATO was, was, of course, sustained during its real period uh, from, from 1949 to, to 1980. Really, when it actually did mm. protect Europe, by the near certainty uh, that a, a Soviet advance into Central Europe would trigger a war which would lead to a nuclear exchange, yeah. and that kept the peace in Europe and allowed Europe to be prosperous and peaceful for for, for, for forty long and rather enjoyable years, in my, in my view. But mm. what do you have now? Is something completely different. It was a very small promise. Yeah. Remember, it ended. Uh, at the inner German border between East and West Germany, and that's right. where it stopped. We now have this this huge promise, which extends all the way up to the to the Russian border, uh, hundred miles from St. Petersburg, yeah. in the case of Estonia, uh, and, and right deep into Eastern Europe, featuring an awful lot of countries which aren't particularly militarily powerful, mm. couldn't defend themselves against much of an attack by anybody, right. even even Russia in its current decrepit state. And so a, a very wide promise. And then you look at the, the, the other thing, which is the famous Article 5, where everybody comes to everybody's aid under attack. Mm. Read on, and what you'll find is that actually member nations are not bound by it to go to the armed assistance of anybody attacked. They can, they can decide for themselves what they do. So, for instance, the question, would, would, would a future U.S. president 
go to war through NATO in such a way that would risk, say, the destruction of Chicago in return for Kiev? The answer is probably not. Mm. So you've made a promise you can't keep. It's very dangerous, uh, or or you can't necessarily keep. It's much more dangerous to to make such promises than to be more cautious. Watching uh, Joe Biden just leaving there, he pointed uh, and sort of stopped briefly at one of the... uh, uh, people in what would appear to be the press area, but I don't think probably he one of his no, probably one they, of his American. He, well, he will know the the White, White House press corps by first yeah. name terms, and uh, and, and will be um, doubtless often. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss identifies them in that way. That's what happens. The, yes. the, the real White House press corps get very well known to the president right. and his staff. And as he goes into the back of the beast, uh, the Secret Service agents stand um, aside it to make sure they can see everybody who's doing anything. Do they not- have special classes, do you think, where they're taught that expression? I wonder, yeah, I wonder if they you do. Put I, the sunglasses I, I, on I like and you, you, and we, you adopt we, that expression. Yeah, I like you. Um, I spent quite a bit of time probably next to these people, but they were always quite funny. Whenever you go well, they, into of course they, 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 they like all people of that kind. They 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 see the joke, but but only with a certain limited group of people. Yes. it has to be deadly serious. Yes, absolutely right. Let's have a quick uh, conversation with Peter Cardwell, who's down in Downing Street for us. Peter, um, very a pretty short meeting inside of uh, Downing Street. No, uh, short. no statement made afterwards. No statement, a meeting of about 45 minutes between Rishi Sunak, the Prime Minister, and the President of the United States, Joe Biden. He's got into one of the beasts. There are two of them, identical, of course. One is a decoy, same number plate and everything. And they are going to head out from Downing Street in just a few minutes, I would imagine, heading to Windsor to see King Charles. But yes, a relatively short meeting. It's a relatively short trip. Mike, he's only here, President Biden, for less than 24 hours. Less than 24 hours, yeah, and he's off to see King Charles. Thank you very much indeed, Peter. We'll come back uh, to Peter Hitchens after this on Talk TV. On the app, on your smart speaker, Talk Radio and Talk TV.
Welcome back to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham right here on Talk TV. Joe Biden has left Downing Street. Uh, we can also tell you now with breaking news that we've been following from Gloucestershire. The Gloucestershire police can confirm an adult has been taken to hospital with a suspected stab wound following an incident at Tewkesbury School. Uh, the police say they were called around 9.10 this morning uh, with a report a pupil had stabbed a teacher. A teenage boy has been arrested in connection with the incident. And of course, uh, we'll keep you updated with that story uh, as and when we have more news. Peter Hitchens is here. We were talking about NATO earlier, yeah. Peter. Um, and Tinkerbell was uh, who you well, envisaged yes, because, as... Well, uh, because if you, if you don't believe in Tinkerbell, she dies, right. doesn't she? And, that's, and, and this is the problem with NATO. Is it, is it, is it credible now? Yeah. It has so many what I would call deficit members, that's say members who NATO has to defend, but who aren't particularly well equipped to defend themselves. Mm. Uh, right up against Russia, is it? Is it? Does it really stabilise Europe to extend this promise further and further to the east? I think right. quite possibly not. And, and what about the joining of, say, Finland, um, which well, is also you would Finland, think Finland is a country which was taken for, with very good reasons, since it was attacked by Stalin in in in, in thirty nine. With very good reason, Finland has fantastically good defences mm. of its own. If you attacked Finland, you'd get a very bloody nose. Right. Uh, Finland. I'm not sure how Finland benefits particularly from 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 a NATO guarantee. Uh, the Russians are not going to attack Finland in a hurry again because they know they would get mm. uh, they would get really pounded. Yes. So the Finns fought like tigers in in in, in 39 40. They the, the, the Russians were were sent flying. Sorry, the Soviets were sent flying when they attacked mm. them then, and, and they they were they were driven back. It was a complete disaster for them, and they took ages to 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 actually eventually steamroll them. But mm. so I'm not sure what what how Finland or Sweden, which also is a country which is uh, like many neutral countries, taken its defences extremely seriously during all that time. Right. What how they benefit from belonging to NATO? You'll have to tell me. But right. There it is. Uh, the, the, and some of the American noises that have come out of, of Washington of late have been that, you know, certainly when Donald Trump was there, uh, America spends far too much money on it, uh, contributes way too much more of a proportion of money than they should, and they're always trying to get the European countries to, to stump up more money. It's very expensive to mm. spend. Uh, we, this country is, is, is pitifully bad at mm. maintaining its, its own basic national defences, and the state of our army is now, is, is now a national embarrassment. Uh, it's far smaller than it ought to be, or than it's been for, for centuries. Uh, the Navy, likewise, the surface Navy particularly, is mm. these two huge floating car parks with, with, uh, with no actual aircraft designated to fly from them, uh, which don't have any obvious use. And the basic fleet, which any maritime country should have, of, say, around about 40 or 50 uh, destroyers and frigates, shrunk down almost to nothing, and many of those... Uh, stuck by the dockside because they can't work in hot water or whatever it happens to be they can't do. It's not, we're in a mess and we should spend uh, quite a lot more on, on basically maintaining our own defence, not because yeah. NATO says we should. But that's a different matter. Defence is expensive uh, and, and it, a lot of countries can't do it unless they get unless they get loans or grants or yeah. help from bigger countries. But the United States, of course, is gigantically Militarily yes. bigger than anybody Unless, else. Unless I suppose he's cozying up to the EU in the hopes that the EU will some, come up with some more money. Or something. Well, I maybe. I, it, it, it's there is a, most of the European countries which which might be interested in boosting their defences. Currently, have got economic problems of their own. Yeah. Germany is very reluctant to become a military power again mm. uh, for, for perfectly obvious reasons. It's, it's not been a happy. Uh, it's not been a happy saga. Germany's military power. So they're, no. they're, there's no popular support for it at the moment, and it's it's been sagging. But Poland, as um, Andrew Neil wrote the other day in the in, in the Daily Mail, is on the other hand now spending vast amounts on, uh, 
on defense and is becoming supposedly America's most uh, most enthusiastic. Well, I think the Polish are by far and away the most worried about what well, Russia's going to do. Yeah, I, they say so. I don't, I, again, I think, I, I think uh, it's, it's, in some ways you create this problem by... Uh, by reacting to it in the way that we have, I think that the the level of tension in, and, and danger in Europe has been increased by uh, by the expansion of NATO. But it's, yeah. it's a long saga. But here's another thing: promises uh, that people make can be very dangerous. And we made a promise. This country made a promise, and France made a promise to Poland in mm. the spring of 1939, after Hitler occupied Prague. Uh, to go to Poland's aid, and the Poles took this very seriously indeed, and all their diplomacy in the following months was based on the belief that France and Britain would come to their aid, and then when, when Germany invaded Poland in September 1939, we didn't do anything. Right. Or, as I say, we dropped some leaflets on German cows because the RAF couldn't find, uh, couldn't find German cities in the dark in those days, and the French, uh, this is one of the little-known historical facts worth, uh, worth, worth pondering on, the French did in fact invade a small corner of Western Germany for about four weeks, mm. And then they bumbled around for a bit in the woods, and then they came back again. Right. And that was that. Right. So that you have to be wary when people make you grandiose promises that they're going to come to your yes. aid. They, they won't necessarily do it when the moment comes. No. And that weakens rather than strengthens everybody involved. Yeah. So I'm, what I'm saying about this is not don't give guarantees to people, but if you do give guarantees to people, mean them and, right. be, prepared to, and, and be prepared to fulfill them. And also don't overestimate uh, treaties. Treaties need to be read very carefully. They don't always say what people think they mean. Mm. And the United States would never ratify the NATO treaty if it had committed it to compulsory military action because the, the, the whole U.S. Constitution prevents that from happening. It would yes. never have happened. So look at it carefully, mm. uh, guys, before you get mm. so keen on it. And look also, for Ukrainians, look also at how, how very careful the Americans have been during the Ukrainian war to, to say this war has got to stay inside Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're really frightened of it, of it getting any further. Now, if, if Ukraine joined NATO, would that change? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Um, final word on the water business. I see the Thames Water have got a new interim boss. Um, I heard her being interviewed uh, this morning on another uh, platform. Um, apparently they've managed to secure £750 million in cash uh, from their shareholders, which is interesting. It is interesting. It's not going to last long. I don't know how this is going to work. I mean, obviously money has to be raised for our, our water industry, but I, I, surely their shareholders are a pension funds uh, mainly and I think this is another big thing which is going on here we can't discuss it at length now but there's yeah. a huge pressure on pension funds to make more risky investments mm. uh, than before yeah uh, and because I think, they're not growing as well, fast as they ought to be that's great if you're being invested in but it's not so great if, you're, if, if your pension depends on mm. these investments and suddenly they're moving into riskier areas right. so what happens to every, everybody who saves in this country if they want any return on their investment, they're increasingly forced mm. into taking much greater risk than they ever would have done before. I find that alarming. Yeah. No, I think that's right, because uh, if the pension run funds start going backwards and in the wrong direction... Well, it's very, very suffers. serious indeed. It is, indeed. Peter, good to see you. Thank you very and much you. indeed. It was a lot going on in that half an hour, so apologies for all the interruptions. But uh, we've got breaking news. We'll keep bringing you that breaking news, which is that uh, Gloucestershire Police have confirmed that there's been a stabbing at a Tewkesbury school. An adult's been taken to hospital. A pupil, uh, a teenage boy, has been arrested in connection with the incident. Uh, we'll have more coming after this on Talk TV. Across the UK, online and on DAB, the Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. If you enjoyed that, be sure to catch the whole show 10 to 1, Monday to Friday on Talk Radio, via DAB, online or via the Talk Radio app.
If you have an opinion on the stories we cover, we'd love to hear from you. Call us 0344 499 1000 or tweet at Talk Radio during the show to have your say. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio.